Welcome to Confessions of an Obese Child. This is a podcast that deals with early childhood trauma, disordered eating, binge eating, and more. We discuss self-loathing, triggering to binge eating, and then many post-weight loss topics like survivor's guilt, the body positive movement, and more. And we interview formerly overweight children as well. So please join us for another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. I hope you're doing well today. This is an episode concurrent with The Awakened Man. And I was reading the Epoch Times, which is last, likely the last true conservative voice. I have the, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, in my stain, nicotine-stained hands. I'm holding a copy of the last weekend edition, the paper copy. And look, Epoch Times is great in that it actually has articles about communism and critical race theory infiltration and all these things that you're not going to even read in the in the August Wall Street Journal, which is considered to be conservative. It's just not. Most overlooked risk factor for disease, childhood trauma. Ding, ding, ding. These are things that we've talked about so much. Childhood trauma. Over here at this stream because I had childhood trauma. And most people who have dysfunction later in life, it's because they had some sort of trauma. So let's go. This is from the Epoch Times. Adverse childhood experiences are the most overlooked risk factor for chronic and autoimmune diseases. ACEs are unresolved childhood traumas, which can be physical, mental, or emotional, such as parents separating or divorcing, physical, sexual, emotional abuse, mental illness in the family, incarceration of a family member, substance abuse by a family member, financial difficulties, bullied in school. Childhood fitness that required hospitalization. Yeah, well, I have a couple of these for sure. When I was a kid, go back to the very early episodes if you're new to this podcast, but certainly the bullied in school and substance abuse. My father was an alcoholic, mental illness. My mother was depressed. Absolutely. Numerous scientific studies have concluded that ACEs, which again is just childhood trauma, we'll just call it childhood trauma, are associated with increased risk for chronic and autoimmune diseases. That's fascinating because the only the only disease I've ever been afflicted with is psoriasis. Psoriasis is a little skin disorder. I only really have it on my knees, and it's only, it only gets bad in the winter because I don't get sunlight on it, and I don't, of course, use medications for it. But it's an autoimmune skin disorder, and that's so interesting that, that childhood, I guess because all these things are stressful, would trigger your autoimmune system. In women, the correlations between childhood trauma and developing an autoimmune disease in adulthood is, is as strongly linked as smoking and cancer. Furthermore, the more childhood trauma you have, the higher your risk of disease. Fascinating. For example, a study conducted by the CDC in 29 involved 15,000 men and women concluded that if you have two or more childhood traumas, you are 100% more likely to develop a rheumatic disease. Uh, that's going to be autoimmune. You have a 70% risk of developing a TH1 dominant autoimmune condition such as type 1 diabetes, multiple sclerosis, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, or psoriasis. Look at that. Boom, 70%. And you have an 80% increased risk of developing TH2 dominant autoimmune conditions such as lupus, irritable bowel, asthma, allergies, or chemical sensitivities. Childhood traumas can contribute to disease in part because they can prime you to be in a chronic state or fight or flight. Yeah. Furthermore, as a child, when you are faced with a threat, whether it's physical, emotional, or psychological, you usually can't 
fight or run away. Therefore, the fight or flight impulse cannot be switched off, which results in changing your physiology. While childhood trauma can lead to illness, resolving childhood traumas can lead to complete healing. And she gives some examples in the article of somebody who had lupus and, and so forth, and then they addressed it. Childhood traumas fuel disease by creating limiting beliefs that can make you chronically sick. The most common limiting belief is I'm not good enough, which ultimately means you don't feel loved. When you don't feel loved, especially as a child, you don't feel safe and you don't view the world as a safe place. Hence, you live in a constant state of fear, constantly on guard, looking for the next trigger. I believe that's not feeling loved is the number one root cause of illness and disease. Most of us live our lives never feeling, quote, good enough, close quote, or loved. We usually develop that belief in childhood and carry it with us until we die. Amen? Consequently, many of us look for external validations or approval in an attempt to find love and acceptance, even if it's just for a fleeting moment. Amen? I mean, this is why guys go and bang. This is why women go to Chad and Tyrone. So how do you break that cycle? How do you fix the feeling of not being loved so you can resolve your childhood trauma and fully heal yourself or prevent a disease from forming in the first place? You got to learn to love yourself, right? That's so cliche, hackneyed. When you love and accept yourself exactly the way you are, your old limiting beliefs dissolve and you realize you are worthy of love just the way you are. You realize your inherent value as a human being. That not belief changes your perception of the childhood trauma you have been holding on to, Yeah. And you're finally able to release the anger, guilt, shame, and anxiety. You no longer live in a space of fear, afraid of not being loved or not being good enough. You are good enough. Consequently, you shift out of the sympathetic nervous system of fight or flight and chronic flight and flight and, and into a parasympathetic nervous system state of rest and repair. Where disease dissolves because you have tamed your childhood triggers. All right, so that's the the end of the article. So look, what, what would I say? I, I talked about this in a, in a couple episodes over at The Awaken Man about uh, 14 signs you're a loser. And so a lot of losers have that, I'm not loved, I'm not good enough. And a lot of losers had childhood trauma. And if you look at their definition in this Epoch Times article of childhood trauma, I mean, a lot of us could relate. So, I mean, obviously physical sexual abuse is, is the obvious one, but a divorce, I mean, again, no-fault divorce has led to so many people, so many kids growing up in that milieu. But even financial difficulties, I mean, come on, that's pretty easy. Bullied at school, a lot of kids are getting cyber bullied. Addiction, substance abuse, how many of you have a mom or dad or a sibling that's dealing with stuff? So a lot of kids are growing up this way, and it's true. They were saying that because your your sympathetic nervous system is put in perpetual fight or flight, like when you see a bear walking down the street, you're going to run, right? Fight or flight, you get the cortisol, you get the... the the um, epinephrine release from the from the adrenal glands, and that's supposed to be short term, right? And then your body goes back to kind of homeostasis. But when you're constantly stressed as a child, and you're like constantly bullied or constantly dealing with a, a raging mother or father who's hitting you all the time, it's constantly turned on the fight or flight, and therefore you can't you can't turn it off, and therefore that leads to disease. So what's the takeaway here? A I don't make this stuff up. Childhood trauma does screw you up. So first of all, identify it if you have it. B, if you're dating, if you're involved in intersexual dynamics, this is one of the vetting questions that you need to ask. Were you, and you have to be very vague at the beginning. So, hey, what was your childhood like? 
Don't be like, hey, were you sexually abused? You know, because they're not going to answer that. You be, hey, what was your child like? And then you got to use your discernment. Hopefully you have good discernment. Figure out where the truth lies. But if you notice, yeah, uh, you know, she says like one of her parents were, she's a product of divorce, especially at a young age. If one of her parents was drinking too much, if you notice that there's some abuse, run. Run to the hills. Run for your life. Some Iron Maiden. So, uh, yeah, that's another one. And secondly, going back to the first or third one, going back to the first one, if you identify that you have childhood trauma like I do, deal with it, fix it, do the deep work, as I've talked about here previously in this feed and in the Awaken Man feed. you got to do the deep work because not doing the deep work is just going to keep you in this loser mindset of I can't do it, I can't do it. Look, it's understandable why you feel that way because you were told your whole life that. Like my father used to tell me, you're wor- like, like he would be a drunkard. So, when he was not drinking, he was great, took me to church all the time and was my soccer coach. But then when he was drinking, he'd come home from work. You're worthless piece of crap. Da, 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 da. So, you know, you, you grow up with this. So it's like your default. And it's going to continue to be your default until you fix it. So you got to fix it. Because why do you want to have a continued life of thinking you're crap? And then because you think you're crap, you don't notice, but like we did that recent episode at The Awakened over on trolling, you end up being one of those trolls because you hate yourself and so you hate people who succeed and so you feel like you have to troll them. So don't have that loser troll mentality and that will go away if you start doing the deep work. If you go to therapy, find a good therapist, a Christian therapist, a male therapist, someone who focuses on what you're talking about. But that helps clean up yourself, go to prayer, go to mass, all these things. And it's going to be a hard job, but it's better than your current state of self-loathing, self-destructive behavior and thinking that you're worthless because you're not. You're a creature of God. You're not worthless. So identify, fix, and definitely discern if you're dating that the person that you're thinking of marrying, if you're willing to sign the Faustian impact that is in the marriage contract doesn't have a lot of childhood trauma because then all you're doing by marrying her is tethering yourself to dysfunction because you're just both going to be dysfunctional. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review right now on an Apple product. It would take you five seconds. You'll notice two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Please make a donation because it costs money to host this on a server and I don't make any money off of this clearly because you don't hear any ads. Also, there's a link for my website, Naturopathic Earth, where all my podcasts are there. Tons of articles, tons of recipes that I wrote. Check it out, please. I would appreciate it. Lastly, subscribe, post an honest review for all three feeds. This helps get the algorithm out so more people who type in childhood trauma or men going their own way, red pill, whatever, in my feeds will pop up. So I would appreciate that. So for Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obishad and the Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Confessions of an Obese Child. If you'd like to reach us, find us at our Facebook page, Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News. Until next time, take care.